Alrighty then. Uh, welcome. Uh, hang on. We got a special guest what? for our intro today. Oh, we do? Yep. Uh, okay. All right, kick it. Go ahead. Welcome back to another episode of Nerds of Unusual Origin. And that was my daughter, Amelia. Thanks, Amelia. <laughs> Thank you, Amelia. Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. We're going to talk about some movies, music, and some other stuff, too, that we obsess over. We sure are. Yes. Um, we... Full disclosure, we uh, we weren't 100% prepared for this episode. Yeah, we're barely even 50% prepared for this episode. But I have a couple ideas of stuff we can yeah, talk about. Yeah, I, so. I, I do have some, uh, just, you know, in the name of content, Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, you know, soldier on. Yeah, so um, so neither of us got to watch Spaceballs. All of Spaceballs. You didn't watch it right. at all. I didn't. I didn't watch it at all. I've seen it a billion times. I could talk a little bit about it, but we're going to wait. There's... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wait until we both actually watch the thing, and then then we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, one of the things we are gonna talk about is you know uh, Scarlett Johansson suing Disney. That's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a bit crazy. That's that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. I have a feeling that there might be a countersuit uh, with that because Disney has released some statements about that too. Yeah, I saw them. Um, one of the other things I kind of we haven't really gone over, but I thought maybe hey. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about. We'll go over some, you know, top uh, fives of stuff. Top fives of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Works for me. That's sweet. Anyways, uh, before we start every episode, we drink some shit. Yes, we do. Uh, and we're going to drink some shit. So, yeah. uh, so anyway, yeah, Steve's running to go get a couple of things for us to drink. But uh, like we said, we're, we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants this week. Um, it was an extremely busy weekend and week for me. And, uh, to be honest, I, I completely failed in my hosting duties and I just was not prepared whatsoever for this week. So yeah, that's where we're at. Okay. Steve's back. Here we go. Okay. So Steve, go ahead. Uh, this week we're going to drink some, uh, cold Harbor Novocaine. It is an 8.0% double ipa it is delicious <laughs> it's delicious we'll see how it is oh, yeah frank's not a deep deepa fan no not really <laughs> yep it's a double ipa i might be drinking too <laughs> we'll see <laughs> uh, I, I just realized i'm nowhere to like put this down all right uh okay so cold harbor is in Westboro, Massachusetts. They are a amazing uh, small craft beer uh, company that does really good good stuff. And they try to think outside the box. They have they do saisons, they do like porters, they do gozes. Um, yeah, I, I like a lot of stuff that they do. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm not a double IPA kind of guy, so I am. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so what, what'd you do this last week? Uh, all right. So, uh, I'm going on, well, this coming week I'm going on vacation with my family and, uh, in preparation for that, I had to like really crank hard at work to like get a bunch of stuff done before I go on vacation. So I've just been working and working and working and working and working and working and working. Well, that's but, not fun. <laughs> yeah. But luckily uh, vacation started yesterday for me. So 
we went to a uh, Worcester Red Sox game. Uh, my company has season tickets there, and so I got some tickets. And uh, that game was fantastic. Yeah, Chris Sales. Uh, Chris Sale. Yeah. Did some pitching, and it was uh, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, he kicked ass. Um, so that was great. And then today, went on a big three-mile hike with my two kids. Um, our wives teamed up and went to the beach together by themselves Boring. for some <laughs> for some ladies time so uh i stole the kids and we all went hiking and, and uh ended up at my house yep yep and we had a little fire out back and that was cool it was good yeah we had some uh some quality time yeah it was a good good couple of good couple of days i i concur i mean me it was a little bit uh, work with me i had a co-worker of mine pass away this past week and it kind of kind of rocked everybody yeah I bet. It's super unexpected and uh yeah that sucked and just i don't know the whole week was kind of a week yeah it just there were days i was super tired mm -hmm. i'm dealing with some back issues right now and it's not easy being a mailman with back issues yeah so here's hoping next week's better sure <laughs> agreed so uh let's let's just jump right into uh you know scarlett johansson right so do you know like the nature of the suit? Did you read a lot? Yeah. So about she, it? um, yeah. So her, you know, she's suing Disney for a breach of contract, um, claim, uh, basically by Disney doing the dual release of black widow, you know, in the theaters and at home, um, it cost, uh, Scarlett Johansson a lot of potential earnings because obviously actors take a little bit of, um, you know, they get a take off of the box office earnings and by the box office earnings essentially being cut into a very tiny percentage, you know, she lost out on a ton of money. Oh yeah. It's, uh, some, something like, like 30% is what I was reading. Yeah. And, uh, I can understand where that is a bit of a annoyance. It was potentially up to like $60 million. Yeah. That she could lo that she could have lost out on. Not that you need it. Well, not that she needs it, but hey, you know. I mean, I could. It's the I principle can, of the thing. I get it. So, but I digest. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I'm kind of on her side about this. I am, and I'm not. Like, I you have pandemic withstanding. Like, have a little bit of compassion for the situation. Sure. I. Whatever. Like. I understand where she's coming from, but I understand where they're coming from as well. And it, yeah, I do, I do see what Disney's saying about like, you know, it's kind of an outrageous thing to throw out there into the ether. It's like, you're going to sue us because we, we brought out your movie, even though we pushed it back a year. Right. So people wanted to see it. There's still money to be made. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> what, what yeah. is, what, what do you mean you're on your, her side though? Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know, like if that's how her contract was written out, um, then I can see why she would be like, Hey, listen, you guys just screwed me and what, who, whatever other actors out of a ton of money, you know, like you didn't follow the contract. So I guess it. It, the yeah. contract was written out that it's an exclusive theater release. You know, it'll be released exclusively to theaters. And Disney was like, no, we're not going to do that. I think they deliberated it. And it, uh, 
I think they deliberated it for quite a while and, and realized that they, in order to move forward with what they're doing, they had to do something. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, of course. They're going to, they're, if they didn't release it, you know, either way, it yeah. was going to lose more money than it, than shooting it. Like, I oh. guess, I guess we're going to see what happens with that because if there weren't any discussions between the, studio and the um talent talent agencies and stuff you know like that that you know it could be be a bad thing for disney you know the house of mouse does not lose oh no it doesn't (laughs) no definitely not um so but yeah like it's i don't know it's i understand do you think how do you feel like moving forward do you think they're going to end up doing like a, a a clause in in there saying like you know if it has to be a, a dual release hybrid oh, yeah. release or a, a strictly to no video. i think i think you know this is this as far as like movies and movie going and movie releases are concerned i think we're in a new era i think that you know the game has essentially changed i think covid really broke all the rules and now you know studios and theaters are going to have to come to some kind of a uh, uh, a compromise you know and that's going to include the t- the you know the contracts written out for the talent as well you know? yeah so i think i think it's going forward it's going to be quite different i i don't think you're going to see these giant like you know three four five month long runs in movie theaters anymore i just don't see that happening yes i we talked about it i don't know if i think it was the week before yeah, yeah. two weeks ago about how like it should have exclusive white rights for two weeks. Yeah. I do remember some, I read a recent article about the lawsuit and it was supposed to be an exclusive theater thing for 45 days or something. Right. And you know, but I, do you, do you think she did it because she's effectively done with the MCU or do you think she did it because she felt slighted that it was all felt like it was like a straight to DVD release? Um, no, I don't think it, I don't think it was anything I don't think she took any of it personally. I think it's a strictly business related thing. And I think it's now that she is done with the MCU, like her role is done. So, you know, I think it's a lot safer for her to do something like this. And it's, it's the first big movie, you know, that it is the first movie to come out in two years. Yeah. Like, you know, legitimate massive budget blockbuster type of movie. You know, the, the, the Pixar movies and all that stuff and Disney animation movies, they're not the big, giant, huge juggernauts that a lot of these MCU movies have been or Star Wars or anything like that. You know, do you know, so, would you happen to know what the uh, uh, budget for Black Widow was? Yeah, it was $200 million, I think. And so they've already made it was the two budget or back. Yeah, they made the budget back, but um, the profits are slim. You know, they didn't make. Well, they made the budget of just the movie back. They right. they still have advertising and whatnot that they need to make back too. Sure, but yeah. I think box office I read made at least two forty nine or two fifty. Yeah, over the but if last you, two weeks, if you track the numbers, I think like eighty five percent of that was the first week. Really? Yeah, yeah. like it tailed way off um, from from first to second week. Yeah, but they, everybody was dealing with Delta more, so I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I think it was that, that, and I think it's like the people that are going to go see a movie in the theaters 
are probably going to see it opening week or opening weekend. Yeah. And the people that are always kind of like not quite as diehard are just going to watch it at home. You know, I think That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Me too. Um, I think it's November. What for, for it to come out free. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it is November. Right. Um, you know, so I th- I don't know. I think a lot of things are going to change. Like, I think they already have, time. but yeah. Unless you, you know, if you don't do a completely exclusive theater release, this is what's going to happen to every movie. You're going to see a big opening weekend in the theaters, and then the next week or two, it's going to just completely drop. Yeah, I, I honestly think with COVID happening this past year, it's going to change the standard of movies being released henceforth. And I mean that as it, I think it's going to be very short theater runs and like very short distances between theater to like streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they've already shown that they, the movies already digitally ready. So yeah, there's no reason to make people wait. I can see, you know, maybe, a. uh, I'm trying to decide what the time frame, which time frame makes sense. Maybe a month, you know, maybe 30 days from the theatrical release. It's going to just go to streaming services. I think that might be a way for theaters to still get their profit that they're looking for. Yeah. There's not a lot of movies that make it past like a, f- a four or five week run and are still raking in cash. It, uh, I, I think Endgame was the last time that we'll ever see Spider-Man something like no that. way home or um, far from home. It did as didn't do as much money as Endgame, but no. it, it it was a Goliath in the theater. Yeah, maybe okay, maybe that. I don't know. I didn't even see that movie, so you haven't seen it. No. Uh oh. I like I said after Endgame. I mean, this is before we started doing the podcast. After Endgame, I was all marvelled out. You know, I was like, I was happy that it was done, and I didn't need any more. Um, yeah, I, I, I was happy that it was done and I don't really need any, I didn't need any more Marvel at the time. <sighs> so yeah, anyway, you know, so I, it's, it's fine. Like, yeah, I, I didn't see, I just did not want to see Spider-Man. I was, I was kind of done with it. Are you going to be planning on seeing it anytime soon? It Maybe. was really good. I'm sure it was good. Tom Holland's great. You know, I lo- I like his Spider-Man. Jake Gyllenhaal is great too. Sure. But, Jake um, G. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I'm kind of like, meh. Stop looking at me, Ivy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't realize that's how big. Okay. So, quick little update. <laughs> Steve is snake sitting, for lack of a better term. We don't have to go into the big story about it, but there's a there's a tank in the room with us, and it's probably like a good 45-gallon sized like breeder fish tank for, the, for you fish tank people. And, uh, there's a snake in it and i thought that this big huge stick the whole entire time was just a stick it's not it's a snake <laughs> this thing's got to be like an inch and a half in diameter yeah she's she's big i remember when she was super small yeah i i mean when you think of like a milk snake or a corn snake or whatever the fuck that thing is it's a boa you you think like a little tiny like the thickness of like our instrument cables <laughs> not <laughs> fun story uh i i was God, not bitten, terrible. but a, a, a attempted attacked by a garter snake before. Sure. Uh, it, I was mowing the lawn and it started slithering towards me. And like, I don't remember what I did to it, 
but it like started coming at me. Yeah. So I grabbed the rake right next Come to me and me, just bro. beat the shit out of it. Oh no. <laughs> and then I picked it up with the rake after it was dead and threw it over the side. Of the oh, thing. It, dude, it was, it was literally inches from trying to bite me. Well, yeah, you're a big thing getting all up in its space. I understand, but still <laughs> you're in its house. <laughs> it's my property, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that thing is so big. Oh, I don't like That's it. That's what she said. I don't like it. That's what she said. Anyways. Yeah, um, hard pass on that thing. A big nope. You know what's funny is the kids were in here earlier, and I don't think any of my either of my kids even noticed. No. The, uh, the kids were showing the... Uh, my kids were showing your kids the snake. Really? Where, yeah. My daughter grabbed the light and showed your daughter, Amelia where it was okay she my daughter's in love with that thing <laughs> so we might end up having to get one no you don't <laughs> <laughs> my daughter's in love with ponies not getting one <laughs> all right <laughs> um but yeah like i i totally get where you're going with that like it, it's it's deserved i think but it's also like you got to think about the time and what's going on with everything. Yeah, sure. See where it goes. I, I honestly don't think Disney's going to lose anything. So No, I mean, I think the best thing that could happen is it's that the whole settle. case just gets dropped. Or they settle. Yeah, for <sighs> not that much. I mean, who knows how much um, you know, Scarlett Johansson's even suing them for. It's just a breach of contract. They didn't say any terms. Yeah. You know? So it, well, like like theoretically she could have earned up to 60 million dollars on a box office take. Is that ba- Excuse me. Is that based on what the box office is right now? It's based on whatever it takes in. So you could effectively double that in normal times. Yeah. So it could that's like 120 million. Right. Yeah. So and and because it was that the contract was written out as like an exclusive theatrical release, they're only looking at the numbers from the theaters, not the numbers from the Disney, uh, whatever the hell it's called. Disney Plus? Well, Disney Plus, but whatever their thing is with... Oh, Premier Access. Or what, oh, you know? okay. Yeah. I get it. They're not looking at the people that paid 30 bucks to watch it at home. I think you... I remember you saying they, it was like $90 million in that, right? Or $60 million or something? Yeah, like opening weekend was like $90 million from the theaters and $60 million from home viewers. That's crazy to think about, like... That's 66% roughly of, you know, how much, you know, got taken away from the theaters. How much revenue? I get it. Yeah, it's 60 or 40 because like. Well, no. Well, if it was 60, 60 million and they made 200 60 million, million out of 90 million. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. 140. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. 40%. Yeah, because it's 150. Million. I think you said 60 last week and I questioned the math and I am. Not in a math space. That's right fine. Now. <laughs> That's fine. You're, you're right this time. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll update this. You know. Yeah, it's interesting to to see how this goes moving forward. For sure. But yeah, um, Disney Disney is gonna I think gonna count be having their own like countersuit if she keeps us up, or her people or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, we were supposed to watch Spaceballs. I I mean, I'll give you my low like quick and dirty. Okay. Is Mel Brooks, you have to be in a Mel Brooks mood to watch this movie right. and love it. Yeah. I I love Mel Brooks movies. Young Frankenstein, everything. Like, 
I'm like desperately trying to find a good spot for this mic stand, but this position is just not great. Oh, uh, <laughs> close that and back it up. See if that helps. All right, hang on a second. Pause. Where were we? I, I don't know. I was finding a position for my microphone. When oh, we had to stop. And uh, we ended on the, um, you know. Oh uh, yeah, we were going to start. We were going to start getting into um, spaceballs. Uh, spaceballs. So yeah. yeah, like I watched it. I didn't watch all of it, mm-hmm. but I watched enough of it to know to remember everything, and remember like I just wasn't in a Mel Brooks mood. Yeah, I was looking at my phone. I was playing with my kids. Like. <laughs> it, it it really is a you need to to be in that headspace in order to to get the humor and laugh about it yeah you totally do yeah. i mean his his sense of humor was e- exactly what it needed to be back then he was meta jokey before meta jokey was big and popular yeah almost like dad jokey but like right smart dad joke. oh yeah 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 for sure it um yeah it's a certain sense of humor that i don't think is relevant today absolutely like you know i I was saying to you earlier when we were talking about it yeah uh i feel like this movie was the first of the like era and it's a little bit weird for him but it's the first of it the like era where uh he the first of the era like the like naked gun movies type stuff because like before he he made jokes but they weren't like they were just you know meta jokes and this one they took like tropes from so many different sci-fi and yeah. movies and stuff and and like made made fun of it kind of like right the naked gun yeah i can't remember where in his filmology um this came out if it was it was 86 it was 86 so it was definitely after blazing saddles mm-hmm. it was definitely after um probably airplane yes was it airplane mel brooks uh, it, it, yeah um i think so i'm not sure but i don't know thinking of leslie nielsen made me think of airplane so <laughs> which is the weirdest like yeah segue to it like right. that because leslie nielsen is naked gun sure but um, it, it uh, yeah, it, it is his movies. You definitely have to be like prepared to watch a Mel Brooks movie in order to watch them, you know. Um, but you I, know what? I will say it I, is my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Airplane is not a Mel Brooks movie. OK. Uh, um, but I, I take it back because Airplane definitely was taking tropes from the like the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 50s, 60s, and 70s, yeah, and like throwing them into a thing along with the meta jokes, and it wasn't a Mel Brooks thing. Yeah. Um, Definitely the same kind of feel, though. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure they were all the same thing. That being said, Mel Brooks has a phenomenal track record with movies. Oh, yeah. Like They're uh, generally, like for what they are, they're all great. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Which is excellent. That's my <laughs> second favorite Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> um uh blazing saddles yep i want to say arthur but i know it wasn't him uh young frankenstein young frankenstein um yeah for sure i'm uh, lo- looking at it but there's so many good lines from this movie though there's so many quotable lines <laughs> i lost the beeps the sweeps and the beeps <laughs> yeah yeah i'm surrounded by assholes you know <laughs> <laughs> like it's great commander scroob <laughs> uh, oh my god there's such stupid names in that movie yeah lieutenant asshole sir <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the bleeps the sweeps and, and the, the creeps. creeps 
the what the what the what the creep (laughs) i cannot michael winslow my way through a paper bag (laughs) Uh, Um, yeah uh you know like yeah the the whole surrounded by assholes thing um you know ludicrous mode i mean let's face it that's like tesla by tesla including ludicrous mode in their vehicles they have like oh they included plaid as well yeah and plaid well yeah the the new uh uh, model s plaid edition or whatever yep um like they've immortalized space balls and they're paying they're paying you know reverence to space balls what in the shit just happened we had some technical difficulties so uh it it may sound a little different and i'm gonna try and fix it (laughs) uh but yeah (laughs) no this isn't gonna work we are having the most technical difficulty episode ever. Yes. How long have we been recording? Well, only 40 minutes and we're 25 minutes in. <laughs> so that tells you a little bit of something. We've, yeah. we've taken like four breaks. So yeah, we're, we're going to try to get through space balls and then we might call it for the night. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> might be a super short episode. Um, but yeah, like he, he did plenty of movies like, yep. uh, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, the History of the World, Blazing Saddles, The Producers. Um, right, The Producers, of course. Probably his most successful project. He wrote the critic, the ladies, the original ladies. Man. Oh, he was an uncredited. Um, Get Smart. Oh, he did 141 episodes of Get Smart. Holy crap. Probably. Wow. Yeah. Never knew that. Um... Silent movie, high anxiety, uh, life stinks. Do you remember that movie? No, I never saw that. <laughs> it, it's been a long time, but it was pretty Mel Brooksy. Oh yeah, I bet. Uh, Dracula, dead and loving it. Yep. I oh my god, I I hated <laughs> such a passion. <laughs> um, he did the Get Smart movie, right? With Steve Carell. Uh, Jeebus. Hi. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Steve's wife just made the podcast. <laughs> That's a first. <laughs> but he, uh, I don't hate the movie. Yeah. I just can't watch it all the time. Oh, uh, I can watch this movie anytime it comes on for like no problem. So, I mean, obviously we're kind of done talking about it because we didn't really watch it yeah right do we want to do a review next week or do you just want to call it no we talked about it for long enough like we can just call it i mean all right i think it's a good movie i like i like it you know yeah uh if you're in that mel brooks headspace like it's a solid four for me yeah i mean five it's not that i hate it like i keep saying it's a movie that i just have to be in the right headspace for i'll still give it a three three point seven five like yeah it's just Ooh, he's breaking out the hundred thousandths of a point <laughs> yeah nice <laughs> that's but awesome I, it's just me being me so i guess yeah i had to double check we were recording so i was like <laughs> uh yeah i i don't ha- i don't have a movie in my head yet but by the time we're done we'll figure it out yep um I wanted to, I want the listeners that listen, again, I'm going to call every one of you out. We, I, I see how many listens we have, and I know one is me and one is Frank. So there's, there's more. Yep. I, 
engage with us talk to us mm -hmm. uh, th th we'll be more engaging if you engage with us you know what i mean <laughs> just yeah. be there for us okay <laughs> no but like i want you guys to get kind of more of a feel of who we are because we don't really talk about what we like what we don't like like stuff like i mean we talk about what we don't like but you don't like you don't know the music that we listen to or yeah this stuff so i wanted to like kind of get a, a idea them to get an idea of like what you like mm -hmm. what are your top five favorite bands top five favorite bands of all time yeah okay if i do the of all time and not just like what i'm currently listening to um for me of all time okay metallica um dave matthews band um probably john mayer oh god let's see that's three uh, mm, man I'm giving the, him the drunk squinty yeah, eyes yeah i know the last two that's that's tough <sighs> if you need to do seven because you can't seven oh geez when i say seven i just mean if you, you're under oath okay Okay, so there's four under oath for sure. And I don't know. It, it's it's like I can't think of a fifth. I can't I can't narrow it down to five. So all right. Name two that would take the five spot or three that might take the five spot that you can't decide. Two or three that might might take the five spot. Megadeth. Um it, Kill Switch Engage and um, maybe Periphery. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, so five is like tied between those three. All right. Um, what about on. you? So I've been, I have this weird eclectic like thing. Mm -hmm. Newfound Glory is top, 100% top band. Yeah. They, for people who don't know me, Newfound Glory helped me propose to my wife. Oh, I know my number five. Sorry. That will just take the place of number five. The Brothers Landreth, which is they're kind of lesser known out of Canada. Phenomenal Americana kind of roots. I'll, I'll check them out because I've never heard you mention them. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> I, I just realized I gave you number one first, so I'll, I'll go backwards. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Number oh, fuck. I'm gonna go number one. Well, I, I'm just doing top five. Like these are my five yeah. favorites. Yeah, uh, no particular order. No particular order. All right, high fidelity. Yeah. <gasps> I have no idea what that. Never mind. Reference. You've never seen to. it. No. Um, if you need more beer, you can drink mine. Okay. <laughs> I don't what need any more of that. <laughs> I took two sips out of it, dude. I'm not a double IPA guy. <laughs> I know. Um, so newfound glory. Yeah. The ghost inside. Yep. Um. <sighs> God damn it. Now I know what you feel. Um, it's like you always know your top two or three, no matter what, like, you know, I'll always like these bands. And then after that, it gets kind of picky. Yeah, I will 100% agree with you on that. Uh, uh, For you listeners who get sick of me yawning into the microphone, I'm terribly sorry. It starts off as a yawn and and uh yeah it's got a big finish so i'm sorry you have to hear that remembering never is one of them never heard of them they're pretty heavy okay yeah uh foo fighters yeah seriously that's another great band i do have to put an asterisk in there okay like after a certain album 
it's not as much the Foo Fighters. Yeah. So, like, the asterisk is early Foo Fighters. Okay, what defines early? I think after um, uh, One by One is they kind of okay. fell off in terms of quality. They still put out great albums, yeah, but nothing I like. Okay, I was going to say, I, I think <sighs> Wasting Light, uh, which is the one they recorded with Butch Vig, and they did it all to tape. In, yeah. like Dave Grohl's Garage. Uh, I love that album. It's not my favorite by them, but that's the last good one for me that they did. The last couple they came out with, I was kind of like, yeah, whatever. Not my favorite. Yeah. And if I were to split a, a fifth a band, mm-hmm. I'd probably split it in three and say, uh, actually four. It's between Vanna, yep. the starting line, five actually oh geez <laughs> finch okay um uh uh what the hell i ju- was just looking at it norma jean and uh a, a, a band you've never heard of a lot of you guys probably haven't heard of unless you're from the western mass scene they haven't been together in years but they were a band called of blessings and burdens they they were like extremo before extremo was extremo. Mm. It's like came up around the time that Under Oath was coming up. Like it's so good. Like if you have a chance, go on. It's on Spotify. The name of the album is "She Looks So Good in Red." Mm-hmm. I if you don't like it, I, I'll punch myself in the dick on camera. No, <laughs> you don't have to go to that extreme. All right. Either way, <laughs> like it, it's I I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a blend of like super melodic. And super heavy. Oh, can I ask you to look something up? Sure. Speaking of dares, can you look up what our subscriber count is? Our subscriber. Uh, I don't have that exact thing. Oh shit! I can yeah. give you kind of a, a runaround of what's our average listeners per episode. Right now, it's about seven to nine. Okay. But that's only because it stuff is a little different in the summer. Yeah. It drops during the summer. Good. This is looking good for me. Why? <laughs> Remember my my uh, my thing. Like if uh, if we ended up with, I forgot what was it, two hundred and fifty average listeners per episode or subscribers or whatever. I would do a TikTok dance like by my birthday, which is in October. Okay. Uh, yes, I do remember that. All right, we're trending towards me not having to do a TikTok dance. I also haven't paid for anything having to do with. Uh, anything if i put if i put an entire paycheck towards that you're fucked oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure uh our estimated audience is nine yeah we're not putting a whole paycheck towards that. we've been doing this for 20 this is our 23rd episode it's nobody likes you when you're 23 (laughs) that's the name of the episode yep um (laughs) we have 505 total plays okay that's pretty good that's good yeah we're, this is a DIY thing. It's all me and him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that that's awesome. That's I'm, pretty good. I'm pretty stoked on that. I'll take that. I will too. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Like, yeah. I honestly. Um, all right, so we got bands out of the way. Okay, top five um filmed releases. Filmed like filmed it could be TV or uh or movie. Dexter. Okay. Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. 
Star Wars. Uh, do I have to pick? No, can, it can could it be, be like the entire saga okay. or something if you want. So yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. I, I'm lumping this all together. The MCU. Okay. And it's kind of hard to separate it out. The Office. The Office. And I'm going to assume for you, Star <laughs> you, Wars. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Hobbit. Yeah, I would call, consider The Hobbit part of the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Thing. Um. So Star Wars, like the Middle Earth stuff. Okay. Middle Middle Earth saga. Yep. Downton Abbey. No, but it is very good. Okay. Um. I'm gonna guess one more. Guess one more. Dumb and Dumber. No. Okay. Very good, but no. Uh, so for me, yeah, it would be Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Breaking Bad. Really? I, yeah. I never heard you talk about it. Breaking Bad, in my opinion, is the finest television that's ever been made. Funny story. When it came out, I watched the first episode. Yeah. Fucking hated it. Same. I, why is this guy in his underwear? Yep. The second episode, it was just like, what the fucking fuck? Yeah, seriously. Like, if you can get through the first episode, great. If you can, like, getting into the second episode you're hooked oh yeah if you're not hooked at the end of the second episode of that show you have problems it's mm-hmm. so good um so yeah when i say star wars middle earth breaking bad breaking bad band of brothers i've never watched it oh my god it's i i it's the caveat being amazing. i've never been a huge history guy oh okay i i've never been interested in history yeah so i mean i'm sure i do like war stuff mm-hmm so I, I want to give it a try. I just, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. So, and, oh God. Okay. My fifth is tied between Game of Thrones and E.T. <laughs> I know I keep saying funny story. I, <laughs> I, I think Game of Thrones, hold on it's to explain. I think Game of Thrones up until the last season was amazing oh i've heard nothing i it was amazing and the best battle sequence of all time in my opinion ever ever filmed is battle of the bastards ever put on film i don't care what movie or anything i i i definitely loved the uh, i've never watched more than a couple of episodes yeah definitely think the viper versus the mountain was like one of the greatest fight scenes ever too seriously like seriously bloody incredibly amazing yeah um, and E.T. makes me cry every time I watch it. <laughs> and anytime the main theme song comes on, I, I start getting teary and I have to get up and walk out of the room. So funny story. Yeah. I had an ex-girlfriend who was absolutely terrified of E.T. Okay. <laughs> I can see a- that. <laughs> and she, she lived with me for uh, almost a year. Yeah. And uh, randomly, like if she went to bed early, when, I, when I'd go to bed... I'd come in and go, <laughs> and she would legitimately jump out of her bed, the bed. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd be like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> it was the greatest thing in the world. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Yep. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, was, yeah, that's, that's filmed stuff. Now, uh, I mean, top five ish. What are, what are your top five? Like, excuse me, hobbies? Maybe is that? Oh, hobbies. what do you like to do other than podcasting other than podcasting well as stated before i'm a musician so that's probably my absolute number one hobby is playing an instrument of some sort doesn't really matter what yeah i can play a lot of them um not to you know humble brag um, uh and then after that for like hobbies cooking 
probably is a big one for me. I absolutely love cooking. Um, although I'm going through a bit of a funk right now. I've kind of fallen out of love with it because it's started to turn into a bit of a chore. Um, so I need to reignite that passion. Um, let's see, what other hobbies would I have? I don't know. I don't know if I would have any other like actual hot one wheeling. Okay. Yeah. The one wheel is probably, I mean, that's my newest one. So, um, Steve's indicate Steve's like gesturing, like camera flickering. Like I do like photography. I have decided that it is not a hobby of mine though. Cause really? I started to get into it. And honestly, I found it to be, if, if you're going to go full like DSLR type of photography, it's just too much of a pain in the ass for me to deal with. I, I find no joy in editing photos. And so therefore I put a lot of pressure on myself to actually take a good photograph that isn't going to require hardly any edits whatsoever. Get it right in camera. Yeah. Getting it right in the camera. And I just never mastered that. And the type of photography that I really like and really adore is either too much like actual film photography or requires equipment that I am not prepared to make such an investment in. Yep. So like full frame cameras and really nice lenses that cost more than your camera body. You know, like I'm just, I'm not prepared to make that kind of investment. So therefore, you know, the barrier to entry for me is just way too high. But I'll happily drop, you know, two and a half grand on a guitar or whatever. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because I know what I'm doing with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there's one more, but if you don't really have it, then we'll just stop at no, four for no, you. That, that, that's that's yeah. it for me. Uh, for me, it's kind of the same thing, but not really. Depends on which way the wind is blowing with you. <laughs> it, it really does. Like I've stated before, I have ADHD and it's, yep. it's hard. And I, I've learned something about people with ADD. They t they pay what's called the ADD t ADD tax, and it's like we get hyper focused on a lot of things very easily and very shortly, and you end up spending ass loads of money on something only to drop it in a week. Yep, and it's very tough because I've done that so many times in my life, and. It's I, but like there are certain things that I've stuck with since I've started them. Mm -hmm. I will m mimic a bunch of stuff you kind of said, but yeah. also not. I am a musician. Uh, I'm more so th the voice guy than anything, yeah. and I'm more so the scream voice guy than anything. But I can play bass, I can play a, a little bit of guitar, I can touch a keyboard and make sounds that's about it <laughs> yeah but i i have been playing music for 20 plus years mm -hmm. much like you um it, it's you know i can't play as many instruments as you i this is the most embarrassing thing i will ever tell this audience oh i played the flute okay fine it's a woodwind we can let it yeah it's also phallic but <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh a lot of instruments are pretty phallic. <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> um but yeah like with, with that being said the whole add tax thing yeah i i went through like a, a anxiety attack and i dropped 300 dollars on a guitar yeah and i never owned a guitar prior to that other than an acoustic 
that I put like shit strings on. Yeah. I'm I'm pointing them out like Vanna White to Frank and he's seen them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I I call this a hobby, but it's obviously not. But like being a dad, being being a dad's a, a good hobby. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's your number five. <laughs> it, it, yeah. I mean, I would. I don't know if I would call it a hobby because it's definitely... You know what I mean. Like, it's something yeah. you do with your spare time. Not spare sure. time. It's something you do with your whole time. <laughs> spare time. Oh, yeah. In my spare time, I have I have, I have two children that I think about in my spare time. Uh, I'm going to take that out. <laughs> no, you can leave it in. All right. Uh, I'm going to take out me saying I'll take that out. Um, I, I do. However, I thoroughly enjoy photography. Yeah. I like cooking with you. Like, it's kind of taken a back road. Mm-hmm. and i don't push myself as much as i can but i have people that love the work that i do so right i i continue doing it yeah i i have spent the money that you don't want to spend and i regret it but i don't regret it yeah like there's stuff that i bought that sat in a case mm-hmm. for a year and a half yeah that i'm just trying to find somebody to buy yeah but like that being said like uh i i i do feel like you do getting it right in camera and like that but i also like i i hated editing pictures right and then i switched to doing it on my ipad and i kind of fell in love with it again yeah it's weird it's just sitting at a computer can take me away from my family and if i'm editing photos for three hours that i could spend with my family even though even if i'm not like mentally there i'm physically there right i can get up and walk and do something that's how i feel like with um recording music you know like over the past year i've built a little home studio and i found that it takes so much time for me to do it that you know i would rather spend that time with my family and then when everybody goes to bed it's like oh okay cool i could go do this and then i go but i'm not gonna i'm not going to <laughs> because i got to get up at 4 30 in the morning to go to work and like what am i gonna do you know like i don't i just don't want to by then i'm too wiped uh, out and tired dude, for the day uh, i feel you that's why i like so i'm gonna give you guys a little peek behind the curtain the reason why they it's inconsistent that the episodes come out on a friday saturday or sunday sometimes a Monday is because I will be lazy or I run into the last couple of times I've run into issues uploading. Yeah. But I'll be lazy and and not. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we have real lives. Yeah. We do this for fun. This is a hobby. Hey, Hey, podcasting podcast is a hobby. It absolutely is. And and we have other things that happen in our lives that take precedent over the podcast. You know, we, we do thoroughly enjoy and love doing it, but you know, so yeah if it if it doesn't come out so consistently it's because it's like hey listen life exactly (laughs) you know (laughs) um what's that four for me yeah um there was a fifth interpretive dance no okay no (laughs) you know what i'm gonna be completely honest carpentry okay i've taken a liking to carpentry in the last year yeah but it's finally, I think it's because I finally started like realizing what I can do that I was a, couldn't do before. Right. That makes sense. Like, I, I, you told me to put molding down, I wouldn't be able to do anything. If you told me to like take a, uh, wow, <laughs> I'm trying to say the words and I can't think of it, uh, 
tell me to take a coping saw and poke the edges, I probably would have told you to fuck off. Yeah. But like, I can absolutely take a coping saw and poke an edge and put it in. Yeah. I can put trim in. I can drywall. I and I'm good at drywalling now. A yeah. year and a half ago, two, three years ago, like I, I'd slap on a coat and be like, "Good. Yeah. We're good." Right. And now, like, I, it's taking so long. But the studio that we're recording in right now is like, it's come a long way in the last year. It's getting there. Um, but yeah, like it, it's just it's fun. I like it. Yeah. Almost done for now. Right. Uh, next year, you're going to help me with a big project, right, Frank? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not committing to anything. <laughs> oh, we, uh, we're putting a, a deck in. Oh, the deck. Yep. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I, I'm not going to say yes on tape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but <laughs> just in case I'm covering my ass. Yeah, I'm going to help you. I can't help you. I can't. I have it on tape, dick. <laughs> it's episode 22, 23. <laughs> Whatever episode this is. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, like, so you guys have kind of an idea of who we are. Yeah. Uh, you know, give us some, some, uh, interaction. I don't know what the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, feedback. Give us some feedback. Yeah. Leave us, leave us a rating. Leave us, subscribe, rate, anything. Yeah. Even if it's a shitty rating, we'll take a shitty rating just we, because we take anything we love constructive criticism if you're gonna be a dickhead then be a fucking dickhead but like if you're gonna be a constructive criticizer then we will take anything you tell us and work with it yeah sure i agree i mean that's pretty much it like that's pretty much it we kind of we we were unprepared but prepared enough to talk yeah we there might be episodes like this moving forward there might not be like it's just it's the summer it's our first year doing this there's gonna be hiccups yep uh we didn't go as short as i thought we were going to but no no definitely not uh we don't have anything else to talk about so nothing uh, else to talk about i still have to come up with a movie actually okay um uh well give me you want to do comedy horror thriller uh uh, um, I don't like horror movies, so like if you told me to watch a horror movie, I probably won't just because I don't like horror. I, I I don't like those kind of movies, so not that. Okay. Uh, I I think I know what I'm gonna do. Okay. I just gotta sign in to do it. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I'm going to think about a recommendation. Okay, you do your recommendation. Okay, so the recommendation that I have is a band that I mentioned in my top five bands, and that is the Brothers Landreth. And I highly recommend everybody go check out their first album, Let It Lie. Um, it's heartachingly beautiful. Joey Landreth uh, can sing me the phone book, and I will just absolutely fall in love with him for it. So, um, yeah, I go check out the brothers landreth l-a-n-d-r-e-t-h and uh yeah you, you you will love it if you have a heart you will love this music so okay that's my recommendation got the movie we're gonna do okay step brothers oh god okay yeah sure i've never seen it and i'll happily watch that really yeah me and stacy haven't seen that movie and like we'll we'll watch that together she loves comedies so and i like comedies this is gonna be great yeah this oh 
I'm adding some clips. I'm pretty pumped to actually watch that because it's been on my like, I need to watch this, but I just haven't had a good enough reason to. And it's on Vudu. Okay. So there's, there's no like us yep. trying to figure out how to watch yeah, it. Neither of us have to like rent it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my the movie for next week. Okay, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. My uh, recommendation is something I haven't talked about, and it is actually one of my hobbies that I don't haven't done recently. COVID. Magic the Gathering. Oh, nice. I want to get back into doing it, and I feel like you might want to do it too. I'll, I could play a game a week. Yeah, like if, we, if we if we could like bang through a, ga- a game like before we put podcast or something, I would be more than happy. Dude, to do that. I look behind you. No, I know, I know you have tons <laughs> of decks and stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, awesome. I love Magic: The Gathering. We can even even alone. They have it on the uh, phone now. You can mm-hmm. play arena against each other. I was back in the day. I was definitely uh, either a black or green deck kind of. I guy. almost always play white green. Yep. I, oh yeah white yep I, I play white green like a mofo yep uh so yeah well i think that's awesome i think we might start playing arena with each other against each other like yeah i'm down i am too holy shit nice. i didn't i honestly i don't know why i never knew that you played magic oh yeah back in the day i wasn't like huge into the collectible card game things with like magic the gathering the star wars card game um legend of the five rings was another one that i was like heavily into um yeah 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 collectible card games are cool sweet now that i know this we're gonna i'm gonna try and get some magic games like yeah big magic games going here okay i think that'll be sweet yeah that'll be fun um i'm stefan <laughs> and i've been frank and this has been nerds of unusual origin and may the schwartz be with you <laughs> i don't know what it is did you mute I it? literally said, no, I know that. I literally said, like, you press the on air button and mute it, and it never muted it. Like, if you listen to the episode, you hear me talking about that. <laughs> <laughs>